Welcome to the podcast, Restore Yourself, Restore Your Marriage, where it's all about discovering the thoughts that get you in the mood, the thoughts that get you out of the mood, and how creating a deeper connection with yourself creates a deeper connection with your spouse. I'm your coach, Shelly Anderson, coaching you through life, love, and intimacy. This is episode number 181, Feeling Used. Oh no, we do not like this feeling. No, no, no. (laughs) Okay, so I love to see what is out in the world and what kind of advice is being offered to couples who are maybe struggling with something. And I came across an article by the ever so famous Cosmo magazine. And it was very focused on this topic, like what happens in a relationship when you are being used. Now, this is actually something that all my clients bring up. This is a very important topic. It's one that comes up frequently and not just for the wife, but also for the husband. And they each come with their own idea of how they're being used in the relationship. For most of the wives, they usually come with a thought in their mind that they are just the legal vagina and that they are being used only for sex in the relationship. And the husband will often come with a thought in their mind that, hey, the only thing that my wife is interested in me for is the money. I bring home some of the bacon or all of the bacon, and that seems to be the only reason she is with me. So I was really curious when I saw this article by Cosmo, what they had to say about it, right? Because people in the world, they're going to read these things. And I wanted to see, like, is this true what they're saying? What do they offer as solutions? Is this an effective solution? And what can we take away from it, especially from a coaching perspective? And so the first thing they did was they talked about some of the signs. And I was like, okay, well, these are some good signs to at least be aware of. And so I'll just run through them real quick. If you find that you're making excuses for your spouse, that could be a sign that maybe you're being used. Um, if you feel like you're very small in the relationship, that you're somehow insignificant and that your spouse is the most significant person, or if your friends or family are worried about you and they've expressed that concern, if there is a power imbalance and power struggles power dynamics in the relationship. And that's, those are very present. That could be a sign. And also if you find that you are really struggling in the relationship and you're, maybe the thought has run across your mind multiple times, like this is not okay. Those might be some signs. And I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with saying, Hey, those could be some signs that maybe you are being used, but what I did not like was the solution that Cosmo had to offer. And it was just kind of very dismissive, like, hey, you're not with the right person. 
they're just a user and maybe it's just time to move on. And I was like, well, that's not always the best solution, especially if you are married and you are committed to creating a marriage that works. You're not just going to dismiss it and walk away because you feel used when there are actually a lot of healthy options and multiple options of how you could approach this. So in today's world, Cosmo was giving the advice that everyone else is giving, right? It's just like, oh, if something's hard, just give up and walk away. We have really moved away in today's world from, hey, let's get some grit. Hey, let's learn some skills. Hey, let's work through the hard times with effectiveness. Let's learn some skills. We have really moved away from that in today's world. We're always looking for the easy way out. We're being told to take the easy way out. We're being told to just consume, consume, and escape. Consumerism is super high right now, and that's because we're being shown and taught to just disconnect and buy our happiness. So let's actually take a closer look at what it means to be used. Let's look at some definitions and then let's talk about some more effective ways to approach this concept. So what does it mean to be used? To use means to carry out a purpose. It means to put into action or service. And from a legal point of view, there is a definition that says the legal enjoyment of property that consists in its employment, occupation, exercise, or practice. I thought that one was very interesting, the legal enjoyment of property. And I think sometimes when a husband and a wife bring up this concept of, hey, I feel used in the relationship, in the marriage, it's almost like we're going to this definition, right? Like we start to feel more like property and that our spouse is enjoying certain aspects of us and forgetting about the rest of us, right? They're only enjoying one part of the whole of who we are. And so I do find that these definitions are interesting and Definitely my clients tend to gravitate towards this one that has to do with our spouse's enjoyment, maybe at the cost of our own enjoyment of what is going on. So what do we do? What is the problem that we're actually facing? I think it's important to really be able to take a very close look at this concept of being used we ourselves think this thought. Our spouse has not forced us to think that we are being used. It is a thought that is taking place in our mind. And it may have happened by default, right? Like we did not say, hey, brain, I want you to think the thought that I am being used by my spouse. Most of us have probably not done that. But what ends up happening is that our brain, the way that it works, has millions of thoughts that are taking place. And it gives us one. When we are faced with a circumstance 
that maybe we don't like, our brain will deliver us a thought. And we haven't chosen that thought. It just delivers us one. And then before you know it, we are thinking it. And so what that means is we are thinking a thought we have not chosen to think on purpose. And this one, like I'm being used, is a common one. Our brain has thought it before, and so it is very easy for our brain to deliver it to us again because it doesn't take a lot of energy. And our brain likes to conserve energy, and so it is very used to delivering us thoughts that we have thought before. They're old thoughts. They are familiar thoughts. And so it's important for us to recognize and have the awareness that this is what our brain is doing. And it does this on autopilot. It does this by default. So that means we are thinking these negative thoughts of being used on autopilot by default, right? Not by choice. But what ends up happening is we might have that thought and we can really ruminate on it for hours and hours and even days, weeks, months, sometimes even years on end, because we don't know what to do with that thought. We don't realize that it's come to us automatically. But this is where the power of coaching comes in, is because we start to have that awareness that, hey, this is what my brain does, and I can do something about that. So we we need to recognize that our brain has done that. And we need to take that thought that we are being used and really dive a little bit deeper and say, but what does that mean? What am I making it mean that I'm being used? And oftentimes it will come down to an even more personal level where we are really making it mean that we are only good for one thing. And a lot of times for women, that's going to be like, hey, I'm only good for sex. And for the husbands, a lot of times that they will make it mean, hey, I'm only good for money. So neither spouse is really going to enjoy thinking that thought, and they are not going to enjoy the feelings that come with it. And what we're going to do is blame our spouse and say, look what they're doing. They're using me. My spouse sucks. (laughs) Right? So when we think I'm only good for one thing, we are discounting through our own thoughts, all the other parts of ourselves. And we're making it mean that our spouse is doing that as well. We are making an assumption about our spouse that they only want us for one thing. They only love us. They are only with us for one thing only. This means that our self-esteem is probably going to be low. Our self-worth is going to be low. Our self-confidence. We are going to feel very crappy and we will be blaming our spouse for it. So what do we do? We need to increase our awareness of what our brain is doing and say, oh, brain, I love you. You're trying so hard. You want me to be happy and you're trying to conserve energy. So you're just delivering this thought that I've thought before. I've had this thought before. 
And I see what you're doing and I appreciate your efforts, Brain, but we're going to need to have a little bit of an intervention here. And we're going to need to think thoughts that we choose on purpose. Thoughts that are actually beneficial and serve ourselves, serve our spouse, serve the marriage, serve the intimate experience in a positive and beneficial way, not in these negative, destructive ways. So we really need to increase our own awareness of our thoughts and our thought process. This means that we need to accept that our brain is doing this, our own brain, and that our own brain is doing a lot of interpreting. Our own brain is making a lot of assumptions. And our own brain is giving a lot of meanings to things in ways that are not true. Right? Most people do not have this level of awareness of what their own brain is doing. I wanted to share a quote by Aristotle that is very related to this. And it says, knowing yourself is the beginning of all wisdom. This is so true. But most of us don't think about knowing ourselves on the level of knowing our thoughts, the origin of our thoughts, the system of our thoughts, and how it relates and causes our feelings. Most of us do not know this. And we do not think of knowing ourselves on this type of level. But this is a super effective level to actually know ourselves. So when we have this awareness that Aristotle is talking about, and being able to really start to develop a wisdom, then we can start to take a closer look at our thoughts and say, what do I want to do with these thoughts? How can I restore these negative thoughts into something that is way more beneficial? So let's do that. Okay, how do we do this? The first thing we're going to need to do is we're going to need to set some healthy boundaries for ourselves, not our spouse. If our spouse is physically abusing us, we probably are going to need to consider some real boundaries with our spouse. But most of the time, this is not taking place. Most of the time, we need to set boundaries for ourselves. What does that look like? It means deciding ahead of time, hey, if this situation comes up, I am going to do this. This is a healthy way of being responsible for ourselves when certain situations come up, right? If our husband wants to be intimate with us, we don't just stop all intimacy altogether because we feel used. What we do is we set a healthy boundary for ourselves and say, hey, when my husband is interested in intimacy, this is how I can think about it. I'm going to take a minute to go into my closet and do some deep breathing and challenge my own thinking about being used. <laughs> right? This has nothing to do with us controlling our spouse, telling them what they need to do different, making them make all the changes so that we can feel better, right? We can feel better by changing our thoughts. And if we need a minute and we need to take a minute in the closet where we're alone and we can just tune into our thoughts, we can do that. 
Sometimes it doesn't take a lot of time. Often it just takes a minute or two to do this. And if you just need that quietness, go into your closet for a minute. Nothing wrong with that. For the wives who really feel like they are being used just for sex, it would really be helpful to consider this option. Go into the closet or better yet, do this ahead of time. Make sure you have your own reasons to be intimate, not just to be on the other receiving end of your husband's sexual desire. If you don't have your own reasons, you are really going to struggle with intimacy. So even if you don't know any other reasons, I'll give you two just to consider as options. One, vaginal health. It is healthy for your own vagina to be involved in sex. So don't just have sex for your husband's pleasure at the cost of your own pleasure, right? If you have your own reason like, oh, this is good for my vagina. This is healthy. It's actually healthy. It keeps the all the balance, the pH balance in there at an optimal place, like it's good for your own vagina, that gives you an awesome reason to be involved in intimacy. And another option could be pure curiosity and growth and development about yourself sexually. How many orgasms can I have in this next sexual experience that I'm about to have with my husband? How many can I have? I wonder, right? That is a totally different reason that will take you out of that thought of I'm just being used. Now, for the husbands, when you are thinking you are just being used, you can also do the same thing when you think your wife only wants you for money. Have your own reasons for making money that are outside of just your wife and just providing for your children, right? What are your own reasons for having the money? What are your hobbies? What are your passions that you love to engage in that need your money to be able to do? Maybe it's motorcycling, right? You're going to need some money to be able to pay for the parts. And being able to have your own hobbies, your own reasons are going to be valuable when you do go to work, when you do bring home the paycheck so that you don't feel like your wife is using you just for the money. So each of us, each spouse can do that type of work for themselves. And the beautiful thing is that we don't have to control our spouse. We don't have to guilt trip them. We don't have to manipulate them. We don't have to give them ultimatums. This is powerful stuff because it's all things that we can do ourselves. And when we do that thought work for ourselves ahead of time, we show up to those experiences totally different. We don't show up with trying to get pity out of our spouse. We don't show up as the martyr. We don't show up as a victim. We show up empowered. And that makes a huge difference in how we actually experience the situation that we're in. And another thing we can do is really increase brain compassion for our own brain and how it is really trying and it's giving us these old thoughts, but also brain compassion for our spouse because the exact same thing is happening to our spouse. Their brain is giving them old thoughts, old assumptions, old 
interpretations, right? Trying to conserve energy. So we can say, oh, I see what their brain is doing. Oh, that's so sad that their brain is doing that. I totally get that. My brain just did the same thing, right? We can do that. We can increase brain compassion. As we do this, we can remind ourselves that thinking I'm being used is just a thought, right? We can take away the power and the sting of that thought and say, that's just a thought. That's just a thought my brain gave me, but I don't have to continue thinking it. Okay, thought, it's time to go packing. And we can send it on its way. We can focus on all the ways that we actually bring value to the relationship. That has nothing to do with the one thing we were focused on, right? Something our brain is going to really enjoy is thinking a new thought that we've never thought before. Ooh, our brain really likes this. And so what we could do for our brain is say, you know, what's what's something about myself? What is a positive attribute I have now that I bring to the table that I didn't have when we first got married? Right? Give your brain that new thought. Oh, your brain's going to like to go on that adventure, finding the answer to that question. And then when our brain gives us the answer, we can stay focused on that instead of like, I'm just being used. That is going to feel very different in our body in the exact same situation. That's powerful stuff. And the final thing that we can do is really give our spouse the benefit of the doubt. We are assuming that they only want us for one reason. But if we take some time to think about when we met our spouse, the things that we found endearing, the things that we found attractive about our spouse, think about when you were first dating and developing that relationship. It is highly likely that you developed a relationship based on things other than sex and money. So we can really do our brain a huge service by saying, let's think about all the other things that were really part, a huge part of building our relationship. Let's reflect on those. Let's spend some time remembering all of those moments in the beginning of the relationship and when we were dating, how fun it was, how invigorating, how enlivening. Let's return to those beautiful qualities that we found in our spouse. Let's remember those. Let's look for those again today, now in the present. Instead of focusing on this concept of being used. And we can even take it one step further by saying, you know what? I remember when we were dating, I really enjoyed this one thing that my spouse did. And I'm going to look for that today. And I am actually going to compliment my spouse on that today, right? What a difference. What a change in our mindset, in our focus, the way we show up, how we feel. 
everything is going to feel different. And if we're focusing on those beautiful attributes, then hey, when our spouse is interested in intimacy, we're going to probably be in the mood because we've been focused on the good. And we also have our own reasons for sex that we've decided on ahead of time in our mind. It's amazing. So this next week, see if you can put one of those three ideas into play and see if you can make that shift from this idea of being used. And let's send that negative thought packing. Because remember, the more you restore this type of intimacy with yourself, the more you restore it with your spouse. Thank you so much for listening today. And I hope you will join me again next week.